It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon and welcome to Leaving the Yard. Time for Texarkana's longest running sports talk show. So we come at you live this afternoon from the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. And if you're on Facebook, you don't see the uh, face of Tony Kirk. And I always say when he's not here, you should be thankful for that. (laughs) You get the face instead of Chop Buchanan who's in here today. Decked out in all things L.E., Absolutely. Looking spiffy. Trying to be. Ready to knock it. You had not been in here in a couple weeks, have you? Uh, no, I came back uh, week before last. Yeah, but Tony, you didn't have a show last week, did you? No, Tony that's, when was I, that's when I had my teeth. Yeah. I didn't come. You had no teeth. He had no, he couldn't breathe. Yeah. You're all back now. Back now. And he didn't have a show tomorrow because, well, what? He's gone again. Gone for a week for COVID. Shows up for two days. Gone again. Where's he going? He's going Secret. to Florida, I think. Oh, I know. Oh, I need man. his money. I'd throw mine away if I had his money. Yeah, same here. I know, right? Anyway, so uh, there won't be Kirk and Company for the rest of this week. He'll be back in on Monday. And uh, Chop's in here today. We're going to talk Ellie stuff, Cowboys stuff, et cetera, mm-hmm. today. Tomorrow, we got a crazy show tomorrow. So this started tomorrow of Razorback Billy's not going to be able to come in on Friday because there's no show. So he's going to come in tomorrow afternoon. He and I had been talking for weeks about trying to get tennis star Marley Bledsoe in. Mm-hmm. So Marley's coming in tomorrow. Today I'm walking around the old schoolhouse, and who do I run into, literally, but uh, Quan Hampton and oh, Tavalence Hunt. Right. Who are, of course, getting ready for the NFL draft mm-hmm. next week. And so those guys are coming in studio tomorrow at 5.30, so it's... Razorback Billy and Marley Bledsoe at 5 o'clock until about 5.30. And then mm. Billy's going to hang around. Quan and uh, Tavalence are going to be in here at 5.30 till 6. Okay. So we got a crazy hour tomorrow of all things uh, Texas High. But it's leopard talk today. Leopard for life. Leopard for life. Every day is a good day to be. It's not leopard for life, but it's oh, leopard no. for life. Oh, man, why did you even have to bring that up? That's the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> when I go leopard for life, I get Louie. Uh, you're still on medication, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, this antibiotic getting all the way through me uh, yet. I, I it's got me a little bit tipsy. I understand. Anyway, 903-735-9905 is the number here in the studio. And we certainly start, Leopards had a very good night last night. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I, we didn't go to the game last night. We didn't do the game in North Lamar last night. We're going to do the game Friday night. I think we're in Pittsburgh Friday, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, last Friday, coming off the PG game on Tuesday, you worry a little bit about, did that mm-hmm. one leave a mark? Friday, they, they scuffled. They didn't play great against Sulphur Springs, a team they had beaten 10 nothing and 14 nothing. Mm-hmm. They beat 7-4. to a little worried about him heading into the playoffs. But last night, they go to North Lamar, and they whip up on the Panthers. 
think it was like 15-3, something like that. Okay. Put big numbers up. I text Zach Fowler this morning. I'm like, that's a little more like it. He said, yeah, the bats got going again last night. And I think that's a big thing. Bats have been a little bit quiet, about a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Now they get going again last night. You start moving toward the last week and a half of the playoffs, uh, of the regular season before the playoffs. If you're a Leopard fan – Last night's got to encourage you because that pressure starts build. Oh yeah, building. The closer you get to it, you know, because it's going to get to where you either win or go home. I don't want to talk about that yet, but it happens. I know, but we don't want to talk about yeah. that yet. We're trying to win and get in there. But you can use that elevator. Yeah. Well, see that this is your fine line here, and and you know they. I think they. I think. I think. You may disagree. Listeners may disagree. I think they put an awful lot of emphasis on beating PG this year. Going to beat PG. Going to beat PG. You know, I thought about that. But but losing or winning against PG is not what's going to make or break you. No. It's those early rounds. And you got to block all that stuff out of your head. Those early round games, those teams that you know that you should beat, you got to beat them. Yeah. You know, without a doubt. The, the PG stuff, it'll take care of itself within time. I know, but... Saying all that, there's a lot of pressure on those Jones boys. Yes, to show up against, to show up against PG. Uh huh. And so when you you go in there and you you get smacked around like they did a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. it it lingers, it lingers. You're, you're a little. Your confidence is a bit shaken. Mm-hmm. You didn't show up like you wanted to. You're more disappointed than the fans are because you're on the field wanting to do so mm-hmm. well. And the pressure just gets bigger and bigger, and then it came up on Friday. And I think I think they still had a little bit of the, you know, a little bit of the side effect, a mm-hmm. little bit of the hangover from that Tuesday game. I feel a lot better. I'm curious to see them on Friday and see if they got their their stuff going. If that's behind them in the rearview mirror mm-hmm. now, far enough that you can go forward. But with the coaching experience that they have, they will find a way to get over that hump, that PG hump. Trust me. I'm worried about this, though. Last game of the year, they got to have the Hawks again. It's not going to matter. So, well, well, so here's my thing. Let's say, all right, we're ending a regular season. I'm putting all my eggs in this bed. We gotta, we've lost to them twice. Got a man up here. Mm-hmm. And you put a lot of emphasis on that. And do you have a letdown going into the playoffs, win or lose the PG game? Do you have a letdown going into the postseason? As you said, those early rounds matter. Right. Can you hit reset a week later and start the playoffs and have that behind you? Whether you had the big win or whether you took another loss, that's where I'm concerned about. I wish the, I wish the last game of the year wasn't PG. And, you know, and just looking at it the way that you're explaining it, maybe if you put less emphasis on this one game. I know. It's not going to make or it, break you. And it won't matter at all, It honestly. won't matter at all. They're going to go in as the two seed. PG's going to be the one seed. They'll be the, the district champion. Mm-hmm. You're not going to move that spot. No. Your spot's locked in. You're going to get the three out of 16-4A. Mm-hmm. That'll be your first-round opponent. Mm-hmm. Changes nothing. I almost wish you, like, Bring the JV up and let them play it. And I, and I was just getting ready to say, won't you just kind of play with your lineup a little bit? Yeah. You just, you start Have a little pitching, fun. You know, uh, your rotation and stuff like that. You know, just just change it up just to see what kind of effect it have on done. That will show the players that, hey, you still want to win because you still got your best players on the field. Sure. But we're not going to put all our eggs in one basket for this one game. 
see my point? I do. Okay. But I also know this, coaches don't like losing games. Well, no, it's not. you're not doing that with a 10 or losing. I know. You're just tweaking a few things just to just to see how, how it will work. I know. Because, I'm, you know, the long, longer that. you go in the playoffs, that one, man, I don't want to jinx them or anything. Here it comes. But that injury bug. Don't say it. It happens. Don't say that. It happens. I like the fact this year, if you're a Leopard fan, mm-hmm. you're on the side of the bracket as the number two. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing Salina, or you're not seeing PG until the fourth round. They're on the other side of the bracket. You got to get the regional finals before you see either one of them. Mm-hmm. And if I'm if I'm Liberty Allo's kids and, and coaches, if I can say I'm playing in the fourth round of the playoffs again, that's been a darn good year. A darn good. Well, it's been a good year already. Oh, I but, know. But this is just a cherry on top. Yep. 20 wins already this season. Amazing. It's been a great year. And having to replace the Gage Bellottis of the world. Oh, yeah. That's a name I have forgotten. I shouldn't have, but I have. I don't know. You didn't have to have him. You didn't have to rely on the Jones kids pitching mm-hmm. every time out. Mm-hmm. And I know Bellotti had a bum arm last year. He wasn't as strong as he was the year before. He was really good his junior year. But when you had more and you had Bellotti, mm-hmm. those guys kind of felt like they'll pitch you through anything. Right. Not having those guys who are pitchers first. WT's, he can pitch. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's pitcher first. Cal's a shortstop first, not a pitcher first. Mm-hmm. Having guys that are pitchers first, I think it's a little different. It's a little different. It's like having Halter. He's pitcher first. You don't have any one guy that's just, hey, this is my this is my meal ticket. It's my arm and my yeah. 95 per hour uh, fastball or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You don't find those growing on trees. And in high school – you play guys that can do multiple things. Yeah, absolutely. There's not a guy. But the shining star and all that, Yeah. WT is just a junior. He is just a junior. Well, Guy's a good kid. He's such a such a good athlete. Mm-hmm. You hadn't seen him play. Even the day, that, you know, last Friday when they, they, they struggled with Sulphur Springs, he goes four for four. He just smacks the ball around. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that kind of talent. Well. I wish I was 16 again. No. Yeah. Do you really? oh, are you kidding me? No. What? No. Uh-uh. 16 again? Life now challenges. you know now? Yeah, but life challenges is a whole lot different oh. now than they were back then. But I know stuff now. Yeah. Uh, you give me 16 and I know stuff now? Uh-huh. When I was 16, I didn't know anything. 16, I know stuff now. But back when we were 16, we were putting real sugar in the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Now they're putting some of everything in that Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? I, I understand that. I, you don't have to do those things. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, they got, they got a bunch of good kids and a really good yeah. really good bunch of coaches. Yeah, they do too. I tell you what, as we're going through the, the show today, it was a good day for everybody in town yesterday in baseball. All four Texas schools. High with the upset. All right, so I'm talking to an assistant coach last night, actually this morning about it, who says to me, I thought we'd beat them 12-2. In fact, he actually told somebody that yesterday. I think we'll beat them 12-2. Like, you're lying. He said, no. He said, and even McClure had talked about the fact that what White House has coming up Friday night is the district championship game. Mm-hmm. They got Hallsville for night. They moved their pitching staff around a little bit. So their best pitcher would face Hallsville on Friday because they kind of looked at it this way. 
Win or lose tonight, last night against Texas, I didn't matter. Losing to Hallsville would move them out of first place, whether they lost this game or not. Beating Hallsville, and they hold a game lead over Hallsville with the last week to play. Mm-hmm. So they looked at it as though, eh, the Texas high game isn't that important. Well, the Texas high kids didn't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. They looked at it like this is a chance to make a little history here. Had their best game of the season. And they they lost a game to Tyler a few weeks ago, which was kind of a shocker because Tyler wasn't that good. But Tyler moved a pitcher around who got to play against the Tigers that nobody else had really seen mm-hmm. and pitched really well. But they have bounced back with wins that they were supposed to have. Mount Pleasant, those guys, almost beat Hallsville, did beat Longview. Now this big win over White House, they, ride the, they got three games left. They win the three games. They're going to be third in that district when people thought they may not make the playoffs. Wow. John yeah. McClure and that staff's doing a really good job with a really young team. That was a huge win last night. I know he had said to the kids afterward, don't let that be the highlight of the year. Kind of like you were talking about PG games, just one mm-hmm. game. It's not the highlight of the year. You want to go in playoff series. Mm-hmm. Got work to do. But that was an outstanding win for Texas High last night. Arkansas Keeps rolling on. Got off the phone with Matt Riddle a little while ago. Talking about getting ready to go to the state tournament. Razorbacks have already qualified to get in the state tournament. Mm-hmm. If you're an Arkansas High fan, do um, you know where Marion is? No. No one does. Because it's like in Tennessee. What? It's the last stop before you cross over to Memphis. Okay. okay. That's where Marion is. That's where the state tournament is for Arkansas baseball this year. Why so far? It moves around. This year it happened to be there. Two years ago when I was calling them for the state tournament, they were, I don't think it was Marion, but it was someplace just about as far, just about to Memphis, and that's where they're going to be again this year. So if you're planning on attending the Razorbacks in the state tournament, Mm -hmm. pack a lunch because you're going to be there all day. All day. And it's a double elimination thing, which means two days. So in other words, find you a place that leaves lights on all night too. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's I, I stayed with the team when I went when I went uh, two years ago. I, I ended up staying with the team, getting a hotel, and just spending the night and getting okay. up and doing the next game the next day. And then of course PG won again last night. They're still unbeaten in in district play. I think they're twelve and zero now, mm-hmm. steaming into the playoffs too. So Razorbacks are winning their conference. Hawks are winning their district. Leopards are going to finish second in their district. Texas High looks like they may be. I think they're going to finish third in their district okay. as well. Everybody's going to the playoffs here. Everybody's going to the playoffs. And then the teams around us, too. Yes. Doing pretty well. Yes. Hooks again, mm-hmm. playing well. Redwater playing well. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. It's 15 after I went long. Got me talking baseball. You know what? High school good. baseball. You know, Tony does not talk baseball with me. He does not. No. He just wants to talk about those stupid Cowboys. <laughs> I think he's on a lot of stuff. <laughs> We're going to take a break. 15 minutes after 5 o'clock. It's John Buchanan in studios. Tony's out again this week. Imagine that. We got to have the pool. How many days he works a year? I get to go first. Three. You think? Yeah. <laughs> take a time out. We're coming right back. Leave in the yard. Found the fan 1079. <laughs> We'll be right back. 
aspects of nature. After five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Chop Buchanan in today as we're kind of doing the Thursday morning Kirk and Company on right. Wednesday afternoon instead. Right. We were talking off the air about basketball. Have you been locked in on the NBA? Yeah, I've been watching watching some games. They watched the first Golden State Sacramento game. That was a that was a classic. I I am locked in on mm. the Sacramento fan base involvement mm. in this team. And I you know I, I guess didn't really pay attention to the fact that Sacramento had been I knew they'd been bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was 17 years worth of bad. Mm-hmm. But watching that first game in this series I'm hyping up. These guys mm-hmm. from Sacramento, the fans are into it, the players are into it, and this is a really good group of players. Mm-hmm. The Kings have put together you know, you think about the Kings and they miss on draft choices or they sign mm-hmm. bad guys to bad contracts. And I'm liking this Kings team. I don't know the Kings have enough wherewithal yet, enough experience to be able to survive three rounds in the playoffs yeah. and get to a championship. I, I think they beat the Warriors. I don't know that they can get past the second round, but I really like what's happening in Sacramento. And I think the main thing that they got away from that Vlade Divac management. Uh, Luke Walton coaching style. Uh, That's what hurt them more than not having enough talent. Well, you couldn't get talent because of the way they were doing they it. Has, they had some decent players there that went elsewhere and done, done well. But they mismatched. They, yeah. they got like too many of, I have this guy's the best small forward. Mm-hmm. I get another one that's the best small forward. I get another one that I got three small forwards and I got no point guard. Mm-hmm. I felt like they'd done that for a long time. But the story of this series so far was. The stomp right yeah, now. The stomp. The Warriors lose game two Monday night. Draymond Green getting grabbed by Sabonis from mm-hmm. Sacramento. Trying to break loose of being grabbed and then makes a really poor decision and stomps down on the guy in front of a national televised audience and the referees who tee him up boot him out mm-hmm. they lose a game they were down by four when he when he was teed out they end up losing and now they're out they're down two games to none i don't know if golden state they, i mean they're gonna go back to oakland now mm-hmm. they'll play better in the bay mm-hmm. they'll be in front of their home crowd this probably is going to be a series all the way to the end but i don't know that draymond didn't just take the steam out of his own team's chance to win a back-to-back championship or it could be a fire that ignites him. See, uh, you y'all, you you told me earlier he was emotional. Leader. He is, and but, maybe that was his way of firing the team up. But do you see Clay and Steph getting fired up? Yes, I don't. <laughs> I think I think those guys are so smooth, and are so mm-hmm. professional, and are so good at what they do. They don't need bulletin board material to be great players on the court. Some guys need it. Some guys Some need guys it. need the juice. Some guys mm-hmm. just need something to be mad at. Mm-hmm. I don't see Clay and, and Steph playing mad. I've seen Clay play with a little tenacity. He's got a little attitude sometimes, yeah. but I don't see him playing mad. I don't see him playing mad like, oh, the, the league's screwing Draymond over mad. 
I don't see that from those guys. But they're thinking it. Are they? Yeah, they're thinking it. They live with Draymond. Yeah, but he's that, crazy. That particular incident was not instigated by Draymond. By Draymond. But he stomped it was on the guy. By, Choppy stomped on the guy. He instigated. It was instigated by a guy who has almost the same reputation as Sabonis Draymond. does. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sabonis is Sabonis is sneaky dirty. You remember Dad, don't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and Dad was even more physical than this kid. I think. Cause he was bigger. Yeah, but I think this one's sneaky dirty, and he gets under your skin. That kind mm-hmm. of thing, kind of like the Spurs used to do, mm-hmm. as well, Tony would call it thug ball. Let me ask you this question: Who coaches the the Kings? Mike Brown. Where he come from? San Antonio. No, he was in San Antonio for a while, wasn't he? He was, but he was in he, Cleveland. He's but been he's been in, in with. Uh, he was with, in Golden State. Yeah, was in Golden yeah. State last yeah. year. Oh yeah. So you think maybe he is? Hey man, you need to kind of intimidate Draymond a little you bit. You can get under it. I don't think you're going to intimidate him. You're going to aggravate him. Aggravate. That's that's where I'm agitate him. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get you under may, his you skin. May to, you may need to do that a little bit. And if you get under his skin, what's going to happen? You got some technical fouls. He's going to stomp on somebody. He's going to oh, do something so stupid. You got to take one for the team sometimes. Nah. <laughs> Your coach never told you that. My coaches have told me that. Okay. Yes. And then you have certain people on your roster, on your team, at certain times in the game that they were inserted in that game just for that? Usually they were football players mm-hmm. who you put them in during a basketball game mm-hmm. to get some cheap fouls. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you don't like the league suspension of Draymond for no, a game? No, Why not? Because He stomped a guy. But the other guy was, was twisting his ankle. He could have pulled something. Oh. Oh boy! It was holding his leg. It was a non-basketball move. True. He should be penalized for it. Well, he was. He got a technical. No, he should be penalized for it. So you think? So all right. So if you're the commissioner of the NBA, chop you. You're the commissioner. They say, all right. Here's the film. Here's what you got. Hand down your decision. You're Adam Silver. I want to find both of them. One more than the other. I want to suspend him. Both of them should have got fined heavily, one more than the other. Who more than the other? Well, Draymond should have got fined more. Okay. But. But he didn't instigate it. The other guy did. Yeah, but the act. His non-basketball move was more critical. Okay. It could have been permanent injury. But you're talking about this in a bubble like these two guys are virgins who've never done anything wrong. That's why you find them. But I'm telling you, Draymond's got a reputation of Saltus, we pushing. Just Sabonis I know, I know. Mm-hmm. And and I think that Sabonis doesn't have as much history at He's the young, moment. He ain't played that. That's long. right. He's gonna get there. But Draymond's an older guy uh-huh. who's played a longer time in the league. Mm-hmm. Who I'll, I'll should know better. Mm-hmm. And and here's where I think things go south for him. He jawed at the crowd afterward. I saw that. After yeah. he got, after he that got, was bad, yeah. while they're looking at the film right. and they're trying to decide is it a flagrant one or a flagrant right. two, and now Draymond gets into it with the crowd, yeah. and he and he gets them all fired up on yeah. top of it. You and I are old enough to remember the malice at the palace. Yeah, that's an emotional Sacramento crowd who has not been in this environment for a mm. while. You got the most flammable player in the league right now Yes, who's just stomped your player in front of you and now he's yelling at you and jawing at you 
I think the league, well, while people may say Draymond got jobbed on this, I think the league sending a message back to Draymond, not that he ever listens to He's a message. He doesn't listen to it. He don't care. That you can't, if, he, if he'd have sat down on the bench and let the thing play itself out, I don't think he gets suspended. You're right. But I think he got in front of the crowd and said, yeah. I'm going to show my butt, yell at me, do what you want to do. I'm okay with that. And I get, while it's professional sports, it's entertainment, and it entertained the crowd. I think it got him suspended for a game. He had the words that would come out of his mouth. And there were kids in that area, too. Sure. That's right. Yeah, that That's probably what got I don't think the kit got him suspended. I think you're right. His behavior afterward. His behavior, yeah, I think that's what got him. Booted. And being who he is. Yeah. Having a reputation mm-hmm. of being a guy you can't control mm-hmm. got him a suspension. And I'll be honest with you. I think the leash is going to be so tight when they play again in Oakland, even though he won't be playing in game three, that for game four, mm-hmm. all he's got to do is, you know, fart wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think some officials are going to tee him up again. You got a point. He's got, he's not that he's now a marked man. He's always been a marked man. But you just made it that much worse. And you can't tell me the league isn't talking to the officials about, we're not letting him do this the rest yeah. of this series. What you want him on your team? Not as a, not as a, not necessarily as a starter, but what you want him on your yes. team? Yes. Okay. Yes. I take him in a minute. I think I, I you and I were talking off here. I think he's the emotional guy on that team. Mm-hmm. I think he does so much heavy lifting of things that don't always make their way in the stat sheet. He's not scoring twenty, but he'll get eight rebounds. He'll have eight assists. He'll have eight points. He'll have probably been defense on the best player on the other team mm-hmm. if they fit within his his you know positional area. I I'd want him on my team in a heartbeat. The chemistry that he brings to the team. Oh, Golden State they they will have a hard time replacing that. Yeah, which is why he's still there. That's why he's still there. You know, when it came down to Durant or, or Draymond mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, yeah, you notice who walked away and and. He may have been one of the top five players of all time in Kevin Durant. He's gone. He's gone. Draymond's still there. Yeah. There's a lot of things that factors into the decision-making process of retaining players, you know, or letting them go. There's a lot of little if factors. You're not kidding. People talk about locker room. Locker room matters. Locker room definitely matters. People don't think it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I want the locker room guys matter. And I was talking to this guy, and I know we'll talk about this later. The real impact that the Cowboys are going to have without Zeke is going to be in the locker room. Yeah, we're coming back. There's a tease. <laughs> Chop Buchanan. 31 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor? Not today. Zach and Chop today. Back in a minute. You're on leaving the yard. Welcome back. 26 minutes until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach and Chomp Buchanan in this afternoon as Tony's taking a uh, yet another much-needed vacation after two days working this week. I like his schedule. 
You think it's going to be a permanent thing for him? Work two off three. Yeah. Work two off three. Yeah. I don't know. You could be a habit forming. I'm going to be happy for him? I say it could be a habit forming. For, oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Uh, oh, no. It's all, it's all ready. <laughs> Any days off, he'll take them. He don't want it. He does everything he can to not be the hardest working man around. I don't blame him get, when you get high. Because, yeah, yeah, we're older than you. Are you the youngster? I am. I'm, I'm just a baby. Okay. Hold you, Chump. I'll be 65 this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I rolled a 60 this year. Well, I know I don't look it. No, no, no. 46, 47. Yeah, right. Now you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. You, you, you threw out the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott. Draft day, mm-hmm. week from tomorrow. Week from tomorrow. Day one of the draft. Cowboys are where? 25, maybe? 26. 26. So they're deep in the first round. Mm-hmm. They're going to watch a lot of guys come off the board, unless they feel a need to move up. In a draft that's got a couple of quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which they're not in the market for, got a couple of receivers they might be in the market for. Maybe. They've got a, a draft that's got few offensive linemen I think everybody's always in the market for absolutely especially Dallas I don't know if tight end is going to be a high coveted position in the first round that's what they're saying in in the DFW area I know every show you turn it on they're talking about the kid from Georgia or the one from Notre Dame every show yeah I don't know that I'm crazy about drafting a tight end in the first round no I think you got your tight ends they may have I think they do. But they don't have Dalton Schultz now. Well, the guys that you had this past year were a little bit better than he was. Well, he's a, he was a different dimension. He was a little a little longer, a little better receiver maybe. I don't know. I mean, this is a weird position. This league gets weird about tight ends. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, tight end position feels like it's, it's glorified blocker at the end. Or it's just a third receiver. Mm-hmm. But then you get a last couple of years where you got a Kelsey or you got a a, a, a Riddle or whatever in, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You got those guys who feel like they're hybrid players who may be the best in the league at what they're doing, and everybody wants that guy now because mm-hmm. it opens up the middle of the field. Having a Gronk made Brady so much better. Mm-hmm. You don't have a guy... That's a star this year. Now, you may have one in the locker room who could be a star, Mm -hmm. but you don't have a guy walking on the field right now who is a star at tight end. You'd use the 26th to draft tight end? Yes, because of this factor. McCarthy said he's going to be at least a 60-40 run-pass offense this year. Okay. And you're going to need that road grader type tight end. So you want a big blocking guy? I want a big blocking guy. You'd use 26 for that? Yes, See, I think I can get a big blocking tight end guy in the fifth round. He may not be a star going out to catch passes, mm-hmm. but I think I can get a blocking tight end. But you don't, you can't get one that can also go down and spread the defense no. also. No, you can't. And those two guys can. Yes, they can. And I, I said Riddle, but actually George Kittle. Kittle, yeah, yeah, Kittle. So you want a guy at tight You want a tight If they pick Meyer at 26, you're going to go, yes. Yes, I'm good with it. If they pick the tight ends or the offensive guard out of uh, Florida. Okay. I'm good. What if they decide we're moving up? Bad choice. You don't like that? Mm-mm. 
There's nobody because the, the projection is there's only 20 guys in this entire draft that are first-round material. Yep. 20. Some and you're 26. And, you, and you're 26. So you're right. going to miss out. So the, guy, you, the guy you're going to draft in the first is actually going to be a second-round pick. So do you stay at 26 or do you move Do you move out? I would move out. Say I'm going to get if rid of that those, first and I'll take I'll take somebody's second and something next year. Right. If those, if those three guys are not available when it's my turn to pick, I'm going to drop down, maybe not back down, you know, past 35, 36, but I'm going to drop down so I'm going to pick up additional picks and still get the guy that I want. Okay. That's what I would do. You see him doing that? Yes. It could see, happen. does that make you disappointed if draft night number one, you're sitting there and your team never gets a pick? Yeah, I've been like that. Yeah, yes. see, I, that's, I, I'm not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. You waited all night long for 26, and in the last minute, the Cowboys say, yeah, we're trading out, we're moving down to 35, and we're getting an extra fourth-round pick as well, and we'll see you tomorrow when we get to do our draft pick. But it's more disappointing when you draft up to get a Mo Claiborne. And I was told by my buddy Willie Till, LSU, he said, man, I'm going to tell you, out of all those guys yeah. that's on that team, he wasn't the best one. He told me that he ain't the he ain't the pick of the litter. And when they handed in that envelope and and, and said it out loud, what'd you say? Oh Lord! <laughs> that, you can't say bad. it on the radio, can you? Uh, I like, hey, was, I was just heartbroken. Really. I said, "Oh man," because I, I remember what 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 I was told. So, man, this guy's not who y'all think he is. But you know what? This team has drafted really well the last few years. They may be know. the best draft. I, if Tony was here, he'd lose his mind because he hates Jerry so much. But, but after they, this may be the best drafting team in the NFL. But after the Mo Claiborne pick, yeah, it's when McClay, yeah, got elevated, right? And they've been doing pretty well since. They, is they, anybody they, is anybody picking better than they are? They, they've had a few guys that have, you know, not Tolbert last year, yeah. you know, but he may blossom. He might. When you get to pick a Michael Parsons, where you yeah, got Michael him. Parsons, when you, you look like a genius, yeah, and that may be the best player that came out yeah. of that draft. Juwan Bland. Did you get him at twelve? Yeah, eleven, something like that. I think it was twelve. Yeah. Then you got you got Bland last year. It's gonna be pretty good. You like the moves they made so far? Yes. Looks like better secondary. Better set more experience. I won't say better. It's better, but more experience. Okay. You're gonna have guys like all cornerbacks. Yes. They don't want you to tell. They don't want you to know that. Well, everybody know Trayvon Diggs guesses. Yeah, guesses. But you know, you got some pretty good guessing guys back there. Yeah. You know, you you can only throw the ball so many places on the field. You you threw out Zeke. Yeah. Who hasn't landed anywhere yet. Nope. And it's a possibility that he may yeah. come back. See. I doubt it. I doubt it because there's a lot of good young running backs that are coming out. Yeah. I told I told uh, uh Tony I'm in love with the kid from Tulane. Are you? And when they get ready to draft in the second, third round, he'll be there. What if Bijan's there at twenty six? I take him over your tight end. Yep. Really? Yeah. Did I tell you a story about Bijan? You did not. My brother uh, baptized Bijan. He did not. Tucson, Arizona. Really? Yes. So he's the reason Bijan's got Rising all this. Star Baptist Church, Tucson, Arizona. Did he have any inkling? Was he strong? Was he fighting? He's it always off? been that way. He was a child playing. He was a man playing with kids yeah. in high school. He's a man playing with yeah. kids in college. Good kid. Never gets in any trouble, never causes any problems. You'd use first-round pick on a running back. On that running back. On that running back. Yeah. On that running back. That running back. Nobody else. If I told you you could have Bijan at 26 or your or your guy from Tulane in the third round, 
Bijan at 26. Really? Yeah. You're pretty high on the kid from Tulane. I am. You just passed him right by. Bijan's not going to be there. Just to rub sand in Dallas's face, the Eagles are going to take him at 10. At 10? Yes. I'm not taking a running back at because 10. Because how many picks they got in the, in the, in the top They got three? a bunch. And yeah. and they're li- they're living fat on the hog right now of not needing anything. Oh, oh, is you it, you oh, can pick want. Oh, is it Washington to draft in 10? Whoever's drafting in Dallas Division is drafting 10. I think it's the Eagles. Yeah. They, yeah. Just rub, just rub dirt in their face. Does that make you hate the Eagles even more? Man, I was hating the Eagles. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Man, Come I, on. I, you know, I worked with them for a few years. Yeah, I know. And uh, they treated me bad. They did? Yeah. The first time I went, I had my cowboy hat No, on. well, see, you made that mistake. Yeah, I did. I should have known better. And they just totally disrespected me. Yeah. Literally left me in the cold. Did they really? Yeah. The, the rental car place didn't pick me up. Because you had the cowboy stuff cowboy on? Cowboy stuff on. And the baggage handler told me at the airport, if you take that cowboy stuff off, they'll stop. And I said, you got to be kidding me. Well, I didn't say kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, yeah, this is for real up here. And I took it off, and they stopped. And I'm not going to tell you what I told them afterwards. Did you put it back on when you got in the car? No. No. Because <laughs> I still had to go get the car. <laughs> They're a little serious. Yeah, they are serious. You know, when we went and did the uh, Longview and Alito game, Tony and I went down to Dallas and did the game over there. Mm-hmm. We stopped at a place that had uh, um, Philly uh, cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. We walked in this place, and it was all decorated with, with Philadelphia stuff. What? Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, you name it. All the walls were decorated with Philadelphia stuff in the middle of Dallas. And we kind of asked the guy, you know, you get any crap about this? He going, ah, Cowboy fans are all right. He said, they like, they like cheesesteak. They'll come in and get cheesesteak. He said, they give me some grief. He said, but mm. there are a lot of fans from Philadelphia that live in Dallas. Mm. They come in here and get their cheesesteak. Let me tell you another story. All right. When I was working up there, went to see a friend of mine from Alabama, went to see the Cowboys play, the, the, the Packers. At a place called Chicago Uno's. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with Chicago okay. Uno's. Went there, got our cowboy stuff on. We cowboy fans. This is when Rogers made his debut. Favre got hurt. Remember yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt in the game. We ordered some wings. They bought the beer and the wings to the table, but the wings were raw. Raw wings with barbecue sauce on. No, they weren't. The guy said, I just work here. What? Yeah. It was a joke. It was a gag. We've really they, they fixed you up. They fixed us up, yeah. but that's what they gave us. <laughs> See, Cowboy fans aren't that no, serious. No, nobody. You go other places and people are that serious. Cowboy fans uh, aren't that serious about uh, it. Anyway. All right. We're going to take a break. It's about uh, 15 minutes till 6 o'clock. Last time out. We'll come back for the final segment here. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Chomp Buchanan. We roll home on a Wednesday. Back in a minute. Twelve minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard, 
Chuck Zach, Chomp Buchanan in this afternoon as we uh, finish up the Wednesday version of the show. Again, a reminder, no Kirk and company tomorrow morning. It'll be on network tomorrow. Tomorrow night, 5 o'clock, we'll be back in here. Uh, Razorback Billy is going to be here at 5 o'clock along with uh, tennis star Marley Bledsoe from Texas I and at 5.30. Quan Hampton and Tavalence Hunter are going to be in mm-hmm. studio as well. So we got a, uh, a big show going on tomorrow as well. And, of course, uh, no show Friday. We'll have baseball uh, all over the dial on uh, Friday night. Texas high game, Arkansas high game, and Liberty Island game all on the radio on Friday. So we got – Is that a home game for the Leopards? Yeah. My phone's up there and it's on my schedule. I think it's a road game. Okay. Pittsburgh. I think they're in Pittsburgh, Okay, if I remember right. But before Friday, I'll look so I know where okay. I'm going, just in case. I'm flying solo Friday. Hey, if it's a home game, you can come back out. Call yeah, a little they, baseball. Yeah, if, it, if it's a home game, I yeah. might Otherwise, if it's on the road, I'll pick you up. You can go with me. No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'm a good driver. I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> Tony and I was talking last show yeah. about when you flipped the car. I didn't flip it. Well, it you rolled it off flip. the rail. Whenever you guys rolled That off. was so long ago. It was on a rainy road, and I yeah. don't even know there's going to be baseball Friday, honestly. We're going to have weather yeah. coming in tomorrow, it looks like. But it was a week. I hydroplaned on a rainy road on, mm-hmm. in, in, in Omaha. Paul Pewitt. I remember calling in the day before and telling you guys to be careful. Because I tell you, the weather wasn't going to be. I remember that just like it was yesterday. And what did you go do? A hydroplane. You hydroplane. My tire, my car had bad tires. I didn't realize it. I hydroplane. I didn't flip. We spun. Spun. We spun through the traffic and into a. You spun so hard you totaled the car out. Well. Well, huh? It spun. Uh-huh. And it got into the trees and stuff. Got into the trees. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it didn't flip. <laughs> okay, it we didn't, didn't flip. flip. It didn't flip. We were still on all four when okay. we landed down in the in the, okay. in all, the ditch. All four on tires, all four on you. No, no, all four on tires. <laughs> we were all four on tires. Okay. Well, I remember that. Yeah. So you're not riding with me? No. All right. Well, if it's a home game, come on out. Yeah, home game, I'll come out. All right. Anyway. Uh, last segment here. Uh, Rangers win today. Did they? 12-3. Is this, is this two in a row for them? Oh, it's like three. I think they swept the Royals. Yeah, right, right. Royals are terrible. Oh. Uh, it was uh, Perez with the uh, start today. Mm-hmm. I think he went five or six. Mm-hmm. They're 12-6 and six on the year. I'm being very cautiously optimistic about this because I'm still not a believer. We're 18 games. We're not even 20 games in. Mm-hmm. We're not even 30 games in. We got 20% of the season. Mm-hmm. But this is a really start for the Rangers. Better than the last three years. Ugh. Four years, rather. Now, DeGrom got a little injured the other day. That's going to happen. It's always going to happen. But mm-hmm. they may be good enough they can weather that. I don't know they can hold off the Astros and the Mariners. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. It's going to get... You know, they're, they're, they're in a run right now. If you're a Ranger fan, I'm trying not to make it too high, too low. But they got... The worst team in the Central in Kansas mm-hmm. City this week. Mm-hmm. I think they've got maybe – who do they have next? Do they have Detroit maybe next, who's bad too, uh, or the Orioles, one of those two. They got the Reds after that, who are at the bottom of the NL Central. Mm-hmm. They've got like nine-game run here of all last-place teams. Mm-hmm. They get a chance to fatten up a little bit more. Before they actually get into the meat of some competition, the Yankees and yeah, but you beat who you should beat, yeah, and they're they're beating who they should beat right now. 
This is an impressive start. I would have never guessed 12 and 6, and they took two out of three from Houston over the weekend. I think their overall goal this year was to be contending after the All Star break. Yeah. Well, they want to be buyers, not sellers. Yeah, and if they're going to do that, they're going to be like that, they, I think they'll be okay. They still might not make it, but they're going to be okay they've, they've for been, the season. They've been more than okay so far. Yeah. Really impressed. Um, Sports World lost a, a guy today. If you're an old Cowboy fan, you're an old Cowboy fan. Mm-hmm. You remember those battles with the 49ers mm-hmm. back in the 70s? Right. Dave Wilcox. I remember Dave, linebacker. Yeah, passed away today. Wow. He was 80. Wow. 80 years old, old number 64. So that's a thing. If you're an old Cowboy fan, you remember the NFL's mm-hmm. glory days back in the mm-hmm. 70s. Wilcox played linebacker for mm-hmm. them and passed away today. So wow. There's that. NBA tonight. Who are you, who are you picking? I'm worried about the Bucks. Giannis is not going to play. I'm worried about Giannis. Yeah, we'll play. That was a bad spill. I know nothing's broken. I know nothing's mm-hmm. – but he's got a bad bruise on that back. Mm-hmm. He's not playing tonight. Mm-hmm. they got to win tonight. They're at home for the second game of the series. Miami's got little attitude. Mm-hmm. Miami's always played Milwaukee tough. You know who I think the most disrespected, underrated coach in the NBA is? You're going to say Spolster now. Spolster, yeah. I've always felt that way. Why is it? Does he just not look the role? He looks the role. He looks like a young Pat Riley. But he's always looked that way. Yeah. He's not young anymore, no, but he's, he's still disrespected. But he's getting the job done. Miami, I, I kind of get the feel like Miami should always be in contention. It's a great free agent spot. Right. Jimmy Butler is a a machine. Mm-hmm. Talk about an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. I love Jimmy Butler's game. He throws everything at you all the time. Um, but they seem to be always a piece or two short that they don't quite have just enough to get mm-hmm. into the elite of the East. I, I think they're as good as Philadelphia. I think they're as good as Cleveland. Not Boston. Not Boston. I think Boston's the best team in, in the uh, NBA, in the Eastern Conference. In the NBA. Yeah. You think Denver is? I don't know. Phil, I mean, a Phoenix with Durant. Phoenix with Durant's a different set of problems. With Booker, with Paul, with with uh, with uh, uh, Aiden, whatever it is. Oh, Aiden. come on. Give me a break. Aiden? No, I, I think that's a good combination of players. I saw Aiden at a summer league game in Vegas a few years ago. Okay. His rookie year. Yeah. I wasn't impressed much by his statue. But, but I think he fills the role. He doesn't have to be a dominant guy. They've got so many outstanding mm-hmm. players. He fills a good role. Mm-hmm. I kind of think Phoenix, if they can figure this out quickly, probably is the best team in the NBA. They added, they added Kevin Durant to a pretty good roster already. Paul is a liability. I think it hurts him that Jay Crowder's not in Phoenix anymore. Absolutely. I I, I really like him going. Well, not to Crowder. What was the other kid? The young kid. Oh. The, the guy was in the trade with Kevin. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't remember. But I, I think Jay Crowder sitting out this year and mm-hmm. then ultimately signing with the Bucks. I think that hurts them. Mm-hmm. That's a garbage man guy. Does a lot of dirty work stuff. Yeah. Kind of like Butler. We talk about not mm-hmm. as athletic as Butler, but has the same mentality. He's that physical body that Aiden doesn't provide. That's right. Up under the rim. That's right. They need that kind of guy because yeah. he's not. He's not a dominating physical mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. He's a skill guy, but he's not a physical <coughs> presence. Yep. Yeah. 
All right. We're done for today. Music's about Are to play. Are we really? Yeah. Hours up. Yeah, just when we started. That's all they pay fun. me for. They won't pay me for one. They won't pay me for two. <laughs> I'd stay if they paid me for more, but they won't. Maybe that's coming. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway, we'll remind you, no curtain company tomorrow. Choppy Cannon, great seeing you. Hey, same. It's good You to get to here. sleep in tomorrow. Oh, that is right. See? You're welcome. I slept in last week, too, but I was in some pain. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> I'll be sleeping in without having to worry about Tony Kirk tomorrow morning. Yeah, you will. You will make sure that he's okay, he's having fun. I'm not making sure of him, no. Anyway, back tomorrow. We'll do this again at 5 o'clock. Billy Lavender in tomorrow. Marley Bledsoe. Quan Hampton. Tavalence Hunt. Full crew tomorrow. Takes four to fill chop spot. How about that? Just saying. We're done. You guys take it easy. We'll see you tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Here on Leaving the Yard. In sports, five games were featured in hockey.